ഹലോ ദിസ് ഇസ് ചരി അഗർവാൾ ഫ്രം ന്യൂസ് ലോൺഡ്രി ഡോട്ട് കോം ബ്രിങ്ങിംഗ് യു യുവർ ഡെയിലി ഡോസ് ഓഫ് ന്യൂസ് ടുഡേസ് ഫ്രൈഡേ ഓഗസ്റ്റ് സിക്സ്റ്റീൻത്ത് ആൻഡ് ഇറ്റ് ഹാസ് ബിൻ ടെൻ ഡേയ്സ് സിൻസ് ദ സെൻട്രൽ ഗവൺമെൻറ്റ് സ്ക്രാപ്റ്റ് ആർട്ടിക്കിൾ ത്രീ സെവൻറ്റി ബൈഫൊക്കേറ്റഡ് ദ സ്റ്റേറ്റ് ഓഫ് ജമ്മു ആൻഡ് കശ്മീർ ഇംപോസ്ഡ് എ ക്ലാം ഡൌൺ ഇൻ ദ റീജ്യൻ ഇൻക്ലൂഡിംഗ് എ കമ്മ്യൂണിക്കേഷൻസ് ബ്ലാക്ക് ഔട്ട് Prime Minister Narendra Modi addressed his government's move to strike down Article 370 and 35A in his Independence Day speech. He also spoke of a new system that was put in place. He said, quote, The new system that has come into being after the recent step will create facilities that will directly benefit the people of the state. Now, anybody in Jammu and Kashmir, like the rest of the Indians, can reach out to the government in Delhi. There will be no hurdles in between. We have put in place such a system, unquote. The only catch is phone lines and internet connections are still snapped. Yesterday in his Independence Day speech Prime Minister Narendra Modi also said reorganization of the state of Jammu and Kashmir was to give wings to the dreams and aspirations of people of Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh. He added while previous administrations had repeatedly failed his government had found a way to solve the quote unquote Kashmir problem. Speaking from the ramparts of the Red Fort, Modi said his government had achieved the dream of one nation, one constitution. Meanwhile, the United Nations Security Council is scheduled to hold a rare meeting on India's revocation of Jammu and Kashmir's special status today. The meeting will take place behind closed doors. According to news agency AFP, Poland, which currently holds the Security Council's rotating presidency, has listed the matter for discussion at 10 a.m. local time, which means 7.30 p.m. Indian Standard Time. Emphasizing on the rarity of such a meeting, AFP stated that the last time there was a full Security Council meeting on the Himalaya region, it was in 1965. The report also cited unnamed diplomats and stated that today's discussion will not be considered a full security meeting, but rather referred to as closed-door consultations, which are becoming increasingly more common. The closed consultation was China's ask, a press trust of India report stated. China is an ally of Pakistan. India has categorically told the international community that its move to scrap Article 370 of the Indian Constitution, removing the special status of JNK, was an internal matter. It has also advised Pakistan to, quote-unquote, accept the reality. The UN Secretary General has urged India and Pakistan to exercise maximum restraint and refrain from taking steps that could affect the status of Jammu and Kashmir. He had highlighted the similar agreement which rejects any third-party mediation on the issue. Independence Day also saw announcements from other political leaders. This included Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal's announcement as well. Mr Kejriwal announced that women can travel for free in Delhi Transport Corporation and cluster buses from October 29th. The announcement was made at the state government's Independence Day event at Chhatrasal Stadium in Delhi. Kejriwal said, quote, "On the day of Raksha Bandhan, I want to give a gift to our sisters. There will be free rides for women on all DTC and cluster buses from October 29th, which will ensure their safety." Unquote. The proposal to allow free travel to women on DTC buses and Delhi Metro was made public in June earlier this year. Mr. Kejriwal had said that the proposal was aimed at women's safety. There has been no confirmation of the proposal for the metro trains so far. The Bharatiya Janata Party had criticized the Delhi government's proposal calling it an election gimmick. Mr Kejriwal has already announced a slew of measures ahead of the state elections which are due early next year. 
At the beginning of this month, he had announced that electricity use up to 200 units would be free in the national capital from this month onwards. On August 14, the Delhi government also announced the introduction of a Desh Bhakti or Patriotism curriculum in state-run schools from the next academic session. Mr. Kejriwal had called the curriculum the biggest gift to the nation on Independence Day. Several states in India are inundated by floods and heavy rains are continuing to disrupt life. Though the situation has improved in Kerala, where the water receded. Since Monday, at least five people have died in Madhya Pradesh and 100 people have been rescued. The casualty numbers reported differ across news outlets. The state is receiving heavy rainfall because of a depression. The low-pressure area extended from the state's northwest areas to its northeast areas until Thursday. According to the India Meteorological Department, 18 districts are expected to receive heavy rainfall today. The Hindu-quoted meteorologist G.D. Mishra is saying, quote, Rain will continue to batter the western parts. The eastern parts will get some relief in a day or two. Overall, the state is beginning to receive normal rain, barring districts like Balaghat and Chhatrapur in the east. The depression has intensified rain. Another system is likely to develop in the Bay of Bengal around August 22nd. Unquote. While the situation has improved in Kerala, a 357-member team is trying to locate people in the Kavalapra village in Kerala's Malapuram district that was hit by a landslide on August 8th. Local reports state that so far 34 bodies have been recovered. At least 104 people have died in the state. An orange alert was sounded in the northern districts of Kannur and Kasargod yesterday. An orange alert means authorities should be prepared to avert disaster. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurappa will be in New Delhi today and tomorrow. He is here to hold talks with Home Minister Amit Shah about his government's expansion and also to discuss central relief to flood-ravaged districts. Assam Chief Minister Sarbananda Sonowal yesterday justified his government's decision to file an appeal in the Supreme Court for sample re-verification of the draft NRC or National Register of Citizens Exercise. He said the petition was registered to ensure an error-free document. Sonowal made these comments while hoisting the national flag at a function to celebrate India's 73rd Independence Day. He said the state government was committed to ensuring the safety of every genuine Indian citizen in Assam. On August 1, Assam's Parliamentary Affairs Minister Chandra Mohan Patovari had said the rate of exclusion in districts bordering Bangladesh was less than the state average. This, the government argued, was proof that people had wrongly been included in the register. Earlier this week, the Supreme Court had refused to reopen the National Register of Citizens exercise. Last month, the top court had extended the deadline for the publication of the final NRC from July 31st to August 31st, but declined the Centre and Assam government's petitions seeking time to conduct a sample re-verification process. The stated aim of the National Register of Citizens is to separate genuine Indian citizens from undocumented immigrants living in the state. According to its terms, anyone who cannot prove that they or their ancestors entered Assam before midnight on March 24, 1971, will be declared a foreigner. More than 40 lakh people were excluded from the final draft in July 2018. Those who did not make the final draft were allowed to make one last claim for inclusion before the publication of the final consolidated list. Authorities also allowed objections to be filed against people included in the final draft. 
the exercise has been embroiled in several controversies, including allegations of bias against certain communities. Now, some news from the US, where President Donald Trump has suggested a personal meeting between him and Chinese President Xi Jinping to resolve the crisis in Hong Kong. For the last 10 weeks, there have been protests in Hong Kong mainly seeking more freedoms for the autonomous region. Trump tweeted, quote, I know President Xi of China very well. He's a great leader who very much has the respect of his people. He's also a good man in a tough business. I have zero doubt that if President Xi wants to quickly and humanely solve the Hong Kong problem, he can do it. Personal meeting? Question mark? Unquote. Meanwhile, thousands of Chinese military personnel waving red flags paraded at a sports stadium in the city of Shenzhen across the border from Hong Kong, news agency AFP reported. Earlier, Mr. Trump had said that the U.S. intelligence had informed him about the Chinese government moving soldiers to Hong Kong's border. He had tweeted, quote, Our intelligence has informed us that the Chinese government is moving troops to the border with Hong Kong. Everyone should be calm and safe, unquote. On the other hand, China has condemned the protests in Hong Kong. Before I go, I'd like to recommend that you check out the latest episode of Reporters Without Orders. This week, we had ORF Associate Fellow Khalid Shah on the panel. Khalid, who hails from Kashmir, has been researching on Kashmir, counterinsurgency and terrorism for over a year. We discussed Article 370, its historical background, what it means for the people of Jammu, Kashmir and Ladakh, as well as international politics at play. That's all the news that I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.